the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. The vaccine now mandate at Ohio State, it will likely withhold, or withstand rather, uh, legal challenges. If you do not want your child or yourself to be vaccinated to attend Ohio State, well, you're A, going to have to seek an exemption, uh, or B, you are going to have to find another place to go to school, at least by spring quarter. Is that something you're prepared to do? I'm I'm interested to know. Uh, I mean, you know, they're going to survive without you. I think I've heard people say, wow, ah, you know, pull my kid out of there. Enough people pull out. They'll feel it in the pocketbook. Uh, the way they spend over there. <laughs> I, I mean, I would love if enough people were committed to personal health autonomy to put Ohio State or any school, not necessarily Ohio State. Ohio State's my alma mater. I have no axe to grind with Ohio State uh, on most days. Uh, But they're not going to suffer financially. They drive by the university and see if there are any buildings that are there that weren't there the last time you drove by it. Virtually every single time I drive around campus, I'm like, oh, what are they building there? Oh, wow, that building wasn't there the last time. They've built a gargantuan wrestling facility. The Covelli Center was like a $100 million building, $50 million building, something like that. Now they're adding a big tennis building, and they're adding a lacrosse stadium, and they got a... They're always adding to their football training facility. By the way, isn't it interesting? Ohio State is requiring vaccines for students. But so far, because I think they know how far they can push it, you are going to be allowed to attend an Ohio State football game without a vaccine. You're going to be on the honor system. That I find to be somewhat inconsistent. It would seem to me that Students on campus in a classroom, you could argue, yeah, that's a super spreader event. And we get 60 kids in a classroom. Sometimes they have hundreds of kids in a lecture hall. What about 105,000 people in a stadium? Well, it's outdoors. Okay, it's outdoors. Is there much air moving in those courses at Ohio Stadium on September the 11th when Oregon comes to town? Is that a well-ventilated area under the stands when you go to the concession stand? I'm saying no on that. If you say yes, you've never been there. One of the reasons why people push back against this kind of tyranny 
this kind of overreach is because of the slippery slope argument. What will this lead to next? If I give you the power to decide that I have to put something in my body that I don't want to put in my body because I believe I have naturally produced immunity from having had COVID and recovering, what are you going to do next? This time it's a COVID vaccine, like, then what? To the slippery slope argument, you may add what is occurring in Eatonville, Washington. I know it's a long way away. Do you think it's not possible that it could happen here? At Eatonville, Washington, students participating in football, soccer, volleyball, and basketball are required by the high school high school, to wear a trace tag ankle monitor created by Triax. The monitors can identify someone with COVID. How does that work? You're walking along, you got your ankle monitor on. People think you just got out from stealing a car and you're under house arrest wearing an ankle monitor around. And what do you come walk upon somebody? Bloop, bloop, bloop. COVID warning. The monitors can identify someone with COVID and they can also send audible and visual alerts to participants who are deemed to be standing too close to one another. I have friends in the NFL who wear a monitor like this. <laughs> if if you stand too close to someone for a prescribed length of time, like for five minutes, you're standing within four feet of somebody, the monitor will go off. Just start bleep, beeping and bleeping at you. Both vaccinated and unvaccinated students are required to wear the extra piece of equipment. So they are having high school kids who play soccer, football, volleyball, and basketball wear ankle monitors. Ankle monitors. Slippery slope. Don't worry, Bruce. That's Washington. They're whacked. Won't happen here. Really? Really? Do I need to go back and read you the quotes from the Dublin doctor who serves in the Ohio State House? What's wrong with you people in Dublin electing her? Beth Liston. Ooh, she's got a master's degree in public health. Look at the big brain on Beth. She says to the Columbus Dispatch, those who advocate against vaccines and common sense safety measures are extreme fringe groups who hold views that are not consistent with Ohioans. Hey, mom, concerned for your kids, wearing masks, not being able to see their teacher smile, not being able to see their friends. You're an extremist who belongs to a fringe group. And you hold a view that is not consistent with, not consistent with Ohio. Pay no attention to all those people protesting at the state house who think like you. They're wackos. They're imported from somewhere else. We are seeing, Beth Liston says to the dispatch, conspiracy theorists, white supremacists. If you oppose vaccine mandates, mandates, you're a conspiracy theorist and a white supremacist. According to Beth Liston. Boy, Beth, I'd love to talk to you on the show. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Pat Tiberi, he's not serving in Congress anymore. He was the forerunner to Steve Stivers. Boy, we got some real squishes. Hopefully Mike Carey will not be a squish representing the 15th District, which I certainly hope he ends up doing. Uh, Pat Tiberi, former congressman, former quote-unquote supposed Republican. 
of the Ohio Business Roundtable opposes House Bill 248, which would prevent a vaccine mandate. Quote from Pat Tiberi, they don't want, meaning anti-vaccine mandate protesters, they don't want the government telling them what to do. But they want the government to tell an employer what to do. Wow, that sounds like a convincing argument, Pat. Let me obliterate it. No, people do not want the government telling them what to do. You say they want the government to tell an employer what to do. Namely, not require a vaccine mandate. Well, you want the government to be able to require a vaccine mandate to an employer. So, potato, patata, tomato, tomato, you're both dictating to the employer. So there's no difference. You're denigrating their position, but there is no difference between their position and your position. None. Zero. Zip. Nada. And I think you're probably smart enough to figure that out. You were just hoping other people wouldn't. So this is where we're going, folks. I told you yesterday, this is where we're going. Now that the Pfizer vaccine has been approved and Moderna is going to be close behind and Johnson & Johnson is going to be close behind, it just is going to happen. It is not an if, it is a when that your life is going to be made more inconvenient and inconvenient is just a step or two or ten away from uncomfortable, which is a few steps away from inevitably miserable, by refusing to do this. They will continue to ratchet down the pressure. Here's the president yesterday, came out, everybody in the world watching, wanting to know what he's going to say about Afghanistan. Ah, let me celebrate my completely inconsequential, that's never going to happen, $3.5 trillion infrastructure spending bill, and let me shill again for the importance of vaccines and twist the arms of employers and schools and woke tyrants like Christina Johnson to impose a vaccine mandate on you. As I mentioned before, I've imposed vaccination requirements that will reach millions of Americans. Today, I'm calling on more country, more companies, I should say, in the private sector to step up with vaccine requirements that will reach millions more people. If you're a business leader, a nonprofit leader, a state or local leader who has been waiting for full FDA approval to require vaccinations, I call on you now to do that. Require it. Do what I did last month. Require your employees to get vaccinated or face strict requirements. And as I said last week, vaccination requirements have been around for decades. Students, healthcare professionals, our troops are typically required to receive vaccination to prevent everything from polio to smallpox, measles, mumps, rubella. In fact, the reason most people in America don't worry about polio, smallpox, measles, mumps, and rubella today is because of vaccines. It only makes sense to require a vaccine to stop the spread of COVID-19. With today's FDA full approval, there's another good reason to get vaccinated. So, please get vaccinated now. I can't listen anymore. No, the reason why people... I'm sorry. 
The reason why people don't worry about measles, mumps, rubella is because the vaccines have been proven safe and because nobody told them one thing about the vaccine one day and told them something totally different about the vaccine the next day and then told them something different the third day or the third week or the third month. That is an important distinction, but I'm not surprised that someone who is cognitively compromised cannot understand it. Bruce Hooley Show, latest from Washington, D.C., includes House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. He didn't care much for Joe Biden supposedly coming to talk yesterday 1 p.m. 1 p.m., we were told. Then it was 2, then it was 3, then it was 4. So I guess he watched Big Valley, uh, Cannon, Beretta. And maybe an episode or two of Card Sharks. And then the president came out and he talked for five minutes about spending three, four, five trillion dollars of your money, which, by the way, nothing was approved yesterday. That's not going to get approved. Uh, And then he finally said, ah, let me get to Afghanistan. And he talked for seven minutes, and he basically said, hey, if you're over there in Afghanistan and you're an American or if you're a NATO ally, mm, I'd be getting to Kabul in the airport through that phalanx of Taliban despots. Because August 31st, we are turning tail and running. By the way, we've already evacuated a couple hundred of our military. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, among those who did not care for the priorities that Joe Biden showed with the order of what he spoke about yesterday and how long it took him to speak about it. He made us wait a number of hours and then touted $5 trillion liberal wish list that will increase greater inflation and transform our country in the worst way possible. Then he delivered a few minutes worth of remarks on the evacuation efforts, but did not say how many Americans are still stranded. The most embarrassing part, though, is that he refused to take questions. And he turned his back and walked away. An image that has come to define him and his presidency. He turned his back on our own citizens stranded in Afghanistan. He turned our back on our allies and partners. He has turned his back on his duties as a commander-in-chief. We have a Democrat majority that is following the same path. Now, in the interest of equal time, uh, it must be stated that uh, the president's speech landed much, much better with uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Here is Nancy Pelosi um, in all her polydent glory, uh, flapping her dentures and telling you what uh, phenomenal speech it was and how much... (laughs) Joe Biden turning his back on Afghan women and girls does not, of course, mean that uh, the Democratic Party has done so on uh, women in the United States of America. He had said, I want to do what I can in a bipartisan way on infrastructure, but it is not the totality of my vision. 
My vision is to build back better, not only with physical infrastructure, but with the personal infrastructure. I'm paraphrasing now. That wasn't a direct quote. And so in our legislation, we deal with uh, the climate crisis in a a more important way. We will deal with the uh, building back better for women. And they're talking about child care and child tax credit, uh, universal pre-K, home health care, and workforce development. These are not just about women, but women will predominantly benefit because women predominantly bear the responsibility for many of those uh, uh, important uh, priorities in our society. Well, isn't that special? Building back better. She's paraphrasing. I don't think the women in Afghanistan are too worried about universal pre-K. They're worried about AK-47s in the hands of Taliban fighters are worried about being uh, raped and brutalized, savaged and ravaged uh, while we beat a hasty exit. Man, what an incredible embarrassment, humiliation. There aren't words. There just are not words for how we're executing the exit. I get it. You want out. I get it. I get Dopey people on social media saying, well, we've been there long enough. What did we accomplish? Remind me again how many additional 9-11s we had since 9-11-2001. That'd be zero. And if you think our presence in Afghanistan wasn't a big part of that, you're crazy. That's why I say to all of you who fought over there, you did not waste your effort. Your sacrifice was not in vain. Your president disgraced you and your service. That is a stain he alone bears, not you. So do not, and I hated hearing this the other day. I hated hearing Rob O'Neill, the man who shot and killed Osama bin Laden, saying that he served for nothing. No, he did not. Um, Nor did the three men who died on the mission with Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor. No, all of those people, those who lost limbs and extremities and those whose lives were changed you know you see you see we see the triumph stories this is this is the this is the real heart-rending part of this is we see the triumph stories it's neat to contemplate marcus luttrell being the lone survivor it's neat to see the people who have courageously handled losing a leg, losing an arm, and you see them in their high-tech prosthetic. Maybe you see them as a Paralympian. You see them with a medal around their neck. Those are awesome stories. The thing we do not see, but the thing that's nevertheless very real, are the people who never get over the struggle. The people who, yeah, their wife husband abandoned them because they came back different. Maybe they just came back mentally different, not physically different, and a marriage disintegrated or a life disintegrated. We don't see those stories. We don't think about those stories. But those stories are legion. And the one thing that they have to hang on to is that they served honorably and that they served purposefully, that there was a reason why they did what they did. 
that they were on the side of good and that in their dark moments, they can reconcile what they gave up because of what they offered and how they served. And now you wonder what they think, what they hold on to when their president has unmistakably devalued what they did over there. And you wonder if they ask themselves, I gave everything up for this guy? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.